That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Trigger warning. The following episode contains descriptions of graphic violence, sexual assault, and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. And each Wednesday, we crack open a bottle of wine and dive into some thrills, chills, and spills. This is Innocent Till Tipsy. We're back with our part three of the Johnny Depp series. So crazy. There's so much. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited, excited because I didn't realize there was so much behind all of the headlines. Yeah. Because really, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Honestly, like it feels like... Every time I look through it, it's like a trauma dump. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, yes. whoa, there was a lot going on in this household. And I feel like Johnny held, like, was so, like, lip tight. Like, yeah. is that what you yeah, said? Like yeah, like, he, like, tight held lip. stuff back a yes, lot. Yes, he yeah. wasn't, like, speaking mm-hmm. about it, so I didn't know. No. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Um, so we're going to be looking into Poopgate today. <laughs> if you missed last week's episode, we're going to be kind of touching on some things from the May 27th incident where Amber had, well, May 21st, the, that week, May 21st, May 27th, where Amber had filed for divorce and got a restraining order and Johnny had filed for divorce as well. Um, so we'll kind of be touching on that a little bit. Um, Poopgate is kind of where the marriage, like everyone kind of decided they were done with it. So as Google defines it as the poop that (laughs) that broke Johnny Depp's marriage. marriage. Yeah. So before we get into that, let's get some wine out, please. I'm going to need the wine today. Yes, let's do it. So this is besieged, which is going to be fitting. It's a red blend. Okay. Um, so it's made up petite Syrah, Zinfandel Syrah, and I don't know a lot of other French words I cannot pronounce because I think they're grapes. Um, (laughs) So, let's do this. Okay. And then you can taste it. I'm excited. I'm well, going to pour you first. I realize I always pour my glass first, and that's so rude. It's fine. Um, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's fine, fine, but it's not fine. Here you go. Um, I'm nervous about this one because you were just reading the um, uh, I think it's like $13 bottle of wine, and some of the reviews are like one star. One I read called it unfortunate. And it's not that like... The color isn't as dark as like last time. But it's a red blend, so it's like of different grapes. And so that doesn't mean it's necessarily good or bad. That's true. Maybe we'll like it. Who knows? Cheers. Cheers. Like trying to look for the legs, but I don't even see any. Give it it a... Nope. But... (laughs) (laughs) Nope. One sip, though. You know, so... um, (laughs) That's a no. (laughs) No, but it's better than what I've been drinking, so get that. Oh, God, it's not as bad as the holiday sweater wine. That was really rough. That was so bad. That was like we just set our glasses down. But get this. So, like, um, I... Since... Oh, there's a piece of cork, I think, in it. Um, Since I came to Nebraska this trip, okay, I forgot again my corkscrew I now have like 16 corkscrews in my house from all the trips here because I keep forgetting my corkscrew I can't believe you get them through TSA you must put them in your check bag so usually this is the weird thing though I swear to god Orlando International Airport they get so many people through it they just don't give a fuck oh they're like it's not the worst thing we've seen today seriously so like every time you go through Orlando they I I don't know man but they had they hadn't caught it I didn't mean to be sneaking it through at all Mm -hmm. like I just wasn't thinking right so they hadn't pulled it out and I'm coming back from Tulsa because I went to Tulsa for Christmas this year and they're like ma'am 
what's this? <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> like you're sneaking corkscrew. Yeah, a corkscrew. And they're like, we're going to have to throw it out. I'm like, that's, I don't care. But to that point, this trip, because I have 15 corkscrews at home, I didn't want to buy another, I didn't want to waste more money on a corkscrew. Yes. So I've been buying twist tops and I got the cupcake brand. Uh-huh. Oh. It's so bad. So this is better than what I drank last night. Okay. Well, I used to think cupcake was good. So I've come a long way. <laughs> You've come a long way. Although I used to cupcake do box white, wine. Though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Until we did this podcast. Okay. So what do you taste though? If anything, oh, right. I know what you're supposed to taste. Cheat sheet. Well, I bet it pairs well with steak. Uh, let's just, let's just have a one. I taste cherries a little actually. Yeah, you're close. Hey. Um, oh, well it does say blackberry, black cherry, oh, nice. plum and cardamom. Oh yeah. So spicy red blunt. It's not bad, honestly. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think it's fine for $13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be paying. Like, I would, I would buy it again. Like if I remember my corkscrew next time, I would buy it again for like my hotel wine. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a solid five. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. All right. As usual, before we dive in, um, we're going to be looking at the actual like court documents and we'll link them down in the description below. Um, I just want it like known that we're not just like pulling this out of tabloids. Um, so, and always please like check those out. I always want to say like, make your own informed decision. Obviously this podcast is a little biased, but I am going to be reading directly from a couple of the statements today. So just to let you know, anyways, nice. On the evening of April 21st, I feel like it's like a true crime. (laughs) On the evening of April 21st, 2016, Johnny Depp would arrive an hour and 40 minutes late to his wife, Amber Heard's 30th birthday party. Mind you, he did text her. Yes. He was going to be late. Yes. So we kind of touched on this a little bit in the last episode. So Max is a little bit aware of what's going on here. So this party had been hosted by him and his penthouses that her friends are all living at rent free. Let's just remind ourselves of that. Yeah. PH3. (laughs) We now know exactly where he was. (laughs) Um, In the Eastern Columbia building. It was a small gathering, just about 12 of her friends. Um, There was a late dinner on the patio of the, the penthouse. So. I can understand a wife being like super pissed that your husband is late, but like you said, he had made her aware, but I can still kind of be, be mad. I get it. But like not violently angry. Yeah. Like (laughs) Like, be mad, let it go. It's your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And as we mentioned in the last episode, the very next day, um, housekeepers would find in their marital bed, human feces. Well, So let's get into how on earth this happened. I think we discovered in the last episode how Amber and Johnny's statements are kind of mirrors of each other, but everyone's kind of saying the opposite things. Oh yeah. Like they line up, but they like don't make sense together. No. Like one of them is factual and one of them, like they can't both have happened. Yeah. So in touching on my own trauma, my parents had a really bad divorce. Um, My mom and I, we were talking about this and for years I've been saying like, since looking and I should say for years, since 2020, since looking into this, I've been saying it's so weird because it's like she projects like herself onto this situation like everything she says happened she actually did to Johnny from what I've seen looking at the court Mm -hmm. documents right and my mom said to me that her their psychiatrist like during their marriage had told her that narcissists and this is just like this is just from years like this is not a professional comment yeah personal comment here but narcissists take other people's experiences and use them as their own especially if they're the ones perpetrating the abuse they turn that experience around making themselves look as though they're the victims in the situation so John. Well, we touched on it too, that Amber steals her assistant's rape, rape story mm-hmm. and that's in public court documents. Yeah, so. It is. Yeah. So that's 
something else. Um, Johnny himself kind of, I couldn't believe this last night. I was like kind of just scrolling through the statements again. And he actually, in an excerpt from the beginning of one of his statements said almost the same thing. He says, this is an actual quote from his statement. The sad irony of her abuse hoaxes is that they mirror what she actually subjected me to during the course of our relationship. I took the years of verbal and physical abuse and told those closest to me about it. The reward for my silence is that she has now fabricated that she was the one that was abused. That's what I said. He was so yeah. quiet. He was, I mean, throughout this. So like, of course he was quiet during his marriage because he of didn't course. want to like shame her for her abuse. Yeah. 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 Wow. So I think for complete transparency, after reading both Johnny and Amber's statement for what happened between April 21st to 22nd, I think in order to do both of them justice and to hear it in their own words, I'm going to read both of their excerpts. Yeah, for fair you. enough. Okay. Um, I was thinking about summarizing it, but I didn't want to do anyone a disservice. And I don't, if you summarize it, I'm summarizing it in my own biased way. You know yeah, what I mean? So I want to, yeah. So let's look at Johnny's first. Now, Johnny's statement does kind of summarize what Amber's lawyers claim that Amber's has happened that evening, but they don't say it in her words. So I'm going to kind of be repeating myself when we go into Amber's statement, but I think it's important to hear her side of it from her words. Sure. So April 21st, 2016, this is from Johnny Depp's second witness statement to the United Kingdom courts. It is alleged in paragraphs 8B and 8C of the defense that on April 21st, 2016, Ms. Hurd had a birthday celebration for her friends at the couple's property at 849 South Broadway, Los Angeles. The claimant arrived drunk and high on drugs. The claimant's Johnny. Mm -hmm. After the guest had left, the claimant and Ms. Hurd had a conversation about his absence from the celebration. This deteriorated into an argument. The claimant threw a magnum-sized bottle of champagne at Miss Hurd, which missed and hit a wall, and then threw a glass over Miss Hurd, which smashed. We're going to get it. There's already, like... Some discrepancies. Yeah, yes. we'll get into that. But anyways, so Johnny then says to that, on April 21st, 2016, Miss Hurd did hold a birthday celebration at our penthouse. I think that's nice that he said this is our. our. Yeah, he's already being polite. Yeah, but... At 849 South Broadway, Los Angeles. I know, I, I know that I was about an hour and 40 minutes late for the party as I was meeting with a recently hired business manager and his accountants. Earlier that day, I told Ms. Hurd that I had an important meeting. And during the meeting itself, I texted her that the meeting was likely to finish far later than the birthday dinner was scheduled to start. Despite this, Ms. Hurd was cold to me when I arrived. Following the events of the meeting, I was in a state of shock, having learned about the state of my business affairs at that time. It is alleged at paragraph 8B that I arrived drunk and high on drugs. I was not intoxicated in any way on this date, as the business manager with whom I'd been meeting for hours before leaving the <laughs> yeah. party had testified, I was just tired and subdued. After yeah. the party was over, I went to bed and began reading in the penthouse. So he's upstairs. Mm -hmm. Okay. In paragraph 8C of the amended defense, it alleges that the claimant, Johnny, then grabbed Ms. Hurd by the shoulders, pushed her down onto the bed, and blocked the bedroom door when she tried to leave. The claimant then grabbed Ms. Hurd by the hair, violently shoved her to the floor. Claimant screamed at and threatened Ms. Hurd, taunting her, standing up and saying, you really think you're tough, huh? Tough guy, in similar, similar words. When she stood up, the claimant shoved her down again. Ms. Hurd eventually escaped the bedroom and walked through the office, at which point the claimant pushed Ms. Hurd and grabbed her by the back of the hair. Ms. Hurd then returned to the bedroom and the claimant pushed her again. 
When Ms. Hurd lifted her arms to defend herself, the claimant pushed them down and bumped his chest into hers, causing her to fall back onto the bed. Ms. Hurd tried to walk past the claimant to leave the bedroom, but he pushed her to the floor. After this, he stormed out of the apartment, tossing aside and smashing items as he left. Johnny says to this, in fact, it was Ms. Hurd who had been drinking heavily, which, to be fair, it would make sense at your 30th birthday, like you do, you girl. And there's a magnum of champagne. The Magnum bottle, man. I'm telling you, it shows up in every witness statement. Anyways, um, became aggressive and violent towards me and pushed me twice, punched me twice in the face as I lay in bed reading, causing an injury to my face. We looked at that and photo. And a security guard picks him up and takes a, a takes picture, a of, picture that. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce. Of his face when he picks him up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's factual for sure. That he, is factual. Something hits him in the face. Something definitely. And it hit him because he's got a welt yep. on his face from that photo. Yes. After the second punch to my face, I defended myself by grabbing Miss Hard's arms to stop her from punching me again. And I told her to stop. I then told her I was leaving and she should not follow me. I called Mr. Sean Bett, a member of my security team who was stationed at the penthouse apartment next door and who had been previously a 14-year veteran of the L.A. Sheriff's Department mm-hmm. and asked him to drive me home to West Hollywood. I explained to him that Ms. Hurd was, quote-unquote, at it again, or words to that effect. I did not smash or toss aside any items as I was leaving. Mr. Bett took me to my house and insisted on taking a photograph of the injury caused to my face by Ms. Hurd during the incident. I understand that the following morning, Ms. Hurd, or possibly one of her friends, defecated in our shared bed. On May 12, 2016, Ms. Hurd confessed this to our state estate manager, Kevin Murphy. We talked a lot yeah. about Kevin Murphy last time. Um, that leaving the feces in the bed had been, quote unquote, just a harmless prank, thereby effectively acknowledging that she had been responsible, whereas she had previously sought to blame our dogs, the Yorkshire Terriers, mm-hmm. who are very small. Um, that were both too tiny to have jumped onto the bed, nor able to leave feces like which had been deposited on the bed. I resolved to divorce Miss Hurd on that day. So that's Johnny's statement. Um, statement to who again? This is his statement to the United Kingdom court about what happened on, on April that day. the 21st. Yes, right. from what Amber had alleged. We'll get into Amber's statement here shortly. Um, and this is all because he's trying to defend his name against the son because they called they him, called a, him wife a wife beater. beater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's why all of this has to come out. Yes. Which is insane. Cause it's, it's a libel case. Right? Yeah. It's a libel case. And then to, um, all of this has come out because he's suing her for defamation as well. Cause he's, he, yeah. all of his roles he's getting, you know, he's right. totally blacklisted well, from Hollywood right absolutely now. Absolutely. It's affected mm-hmm. his career. Sure. Mm-hmm. And after she'd released that op-ed where it wasn't about yeah. him, she doesn't name him, oh, but it was, was about clearly, him. Yeah. yeah. So on Amber's um, statement here, she says, <laughs> I know it's like he said, she says, but here we go. So she says on April 21st, I was having my 30th birthday party with friends at the penthouse. Johnny was a couple hours late when he arrived. He was drunk and high on drugs. After everyone else had left, Johnny and I went up to be- went to bed and we spoke about him missing the party. I was upset that he had missed my birthday, and I was really sad, and I told him so. He got angry. He said I was blaming him for everything. At this point, we were up and out of bed, but still in the bedroom. Johnny picked up and threw a magnum-sized bottle of champagne at me, which missed and hit the wall. I can't remember if it smashed, but something definitely did. I could um, it could have been another bottle or glass, which was sitting near to where the Magnum hit the wall, or he could have thrown a glass at me. I'm not completely sure, but I remember bits of flying shattered glass hit me. 
So she doesn't. She doesn't remember if it was the Magnum. Or a glass. <laughs> or a glass that he that threw sh- at her. And if it hit anything or if it shattered. I mean, obviously, if you don't remember some of that, that's traumatizing. Like, Definitely. I get if, if something's, like, shattering, like, if mm-hmm. that, the way it happened, like, I don't know. I think you might remember. I mean, she's supposedly drunk as well, though, because it's her birthday. Well, so. she says she wouldn't have been dr- in drinking heavily that night. So she said that in the question, questioning Got in it. the UK court. So she said she wasn't. And she so, says she's not a heavy drinker, which so if you I look at her remember, Instagram. And yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. I'm sorry. That's yeah. Quantifies mm-hmm. I heavy, am. Heavy, like, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. <laughs> like, Just like. Yeah. Be honest. Like, own it. Yeah. Um, so. She then says, Johnny then grabbed me by the shoulders, pushed me onto the bed and blocked the bedroom door when I tried to leave. He grabbed me by the hair and pushed me to the ground. I scraped my knees on bits of broken glass. He was screaming at me, taunting me, asking if I thought I was a tough guy or something like that. And he said that he wouldn't let me leave. At some point in the tussle, a lamp got broken. When I stood up, Johnny shoved me down again, but I eventually escaped from the bedroom and walked through the office. I think I was trying to put together a bag of overnight things. In the office? Like, it just doesn't add up. Sorry. No, it doesn't. But I mean, okay, maybe she wasn't in the office. Maybe she went to go back. But why is she thinking that she thinks it was a glass? Maybe it was a Magnum. She thinks she was putting together a bag. Maybe yeah, she was in the office. Like Unsure about it, It's just so like much. not clear enough to like be cohesive. No. Um, as I was walking around the desk, yeah, why is she, I hadn't thought of that. Why is she putting together an overnight bag in the office? Got to get that stapler. <laughs> I don't know. Like it doesn't make sense to me. I don't keep my overnight things in my office. Yeah, Maybe me shows. neither. Yeah. So as she was walking around the desk, Johnny shoved me and grabbed me by the back of my hair. I got away from him and back into the bedroom and Johnny pushed me again. I put my arms up to try to defend myself and Johnny pushed them down. Then he squared up to me and bumped his chest into mine, making me stumble backwards onto the bed. I tried to plead with him not to do this to me on my birthday, then tried to walk past him to leave the bedroom, but he pushed me to the floor again. Then he walked out of the apartment, smashing things, pictures, and photographs as he went. He'd left me a note. Happy fucking birthday. After this incident, I went to the annual Coachella Music Festival in California with my friends as we had planned. I understand that Johnny is claiming, as ridiculous as this sounds, that I pooped in our bed after this incident. This is not just not true. One of the dogs may have done it. They have accidents around the house a lot, including having pooped in our bed before. So it was a well-known pattern for a dog's behavior. Johnny knew this, which is why I find his accusation so ridiculous. My friends and I call this, quote-unquote, poopgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
So, well, there's one in 12 poopers because there's that many people that were at their dinner party, but like supposedly everyone, 12 poopers. like supposedly everyone left if they're like having this t- like did. tussle at home. Yeah. So like, did they all come back and she doesn't know which one of her friends quote unquote pooped in the bed? Like so the only one Rocky is- comes back at some point because yes. she pops out of a closet because she's or sneaks past security well, that's later. That's like a month later, right? Oh, that's the May okay. 21st. Incident. Gotcha. We're back in April, right? So we're about see. a month earlier. Yeah. So, cause remember the couple yeah. wouldn't speak to each other after this incident until May. That's yeah. What, that's that one. So, um, with concerning this incident though. So Rocky will say in her statement, when we get to it, that the next morning she did go and see Amber. So there are two people that, was there poop in the bed? Like, I exactly. Mean, so she doesn't mention that at all. But right. get this. What I find interesting, remember last time in the last episode, we were looking at the May um, 21st incident, mm-hmm. all of that that was going on. Um, Amber said that Johnny was claiming that IO was the one that shit in the bed. And right? IO was flying into Coachella from somewhere else. Exactly. IO was Shot traveling IO. to Coachella separately. And so I, that doesn't make any sense to me, the whole IO situation of it, because it's like, why would it be I.O.? It was only Amber that was there when Johnny have... left. Exactly. So anyways, now concerning the absolute violence and carnage that she says she withstood that evening, let's look at photos of Amber Heard at Coachella. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So this is her on the way. You can't really see, though. So this is just like a standard photo. But then this is her there. And she said she was drugged through glass, like and her knees. Is that the, the right side of her face that she gets a bruise? Oh, that's later. the later photo. Later. Sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. No, you're good. We've done this and we've done these two episodes two days in a row. So I know it's like going to be, we're going back in time to a month before. Um, Who's that? But yeah. I don't know who Just that friend. is. Yeah. This is Rocky. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So she looks absolutely fine to me and they look like they had a hell of a time. So there's Rocky, IO, Amber. Whitney, Whitney heard her sister. So yeah. Okay. I get it. If you seriously had a domestic oh, an- dispute Amanda. and mm-hmm. went through some trauma, like maybe, or was drug like, okay, drug through glass, maybe an exaggeration. She looks fine here. If that really happened, I, I we're not like victim blaming or no, like no, no. If that shaming. Really, yeah, no. Like I get that you could go out and like mm-hmm. make appearances, oh, appearances the and next have day. fun. And you might want to have like more literally fun. going through a lot of this crap and then going through um, and going on stage, like in his text, right? He's yeah. like, I'm got to go on stage go right on now. Stage. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so you don't know what's happening behind the scenes, Definitely. but she looks in those photos pretty fine. But the thing is, is like, I'm not even just bringing up, I showed the like photo of them having a good time, but the photo with it, where she's in a bathing suit, there's no marks on her body. And that's, what's crazy to me is like, you're saying you were drugged through glass, you know, like held down, bumped, yeah. yeah, like chest yeah. bump, like, like, but the glass thing is where I'm like, no. And she says she gets drugged through glass an awful lot. And I've never seen anything that like match that. But anyways, um, Johnny's the only one with the evidence that the assault occurred that night. Johnny definitely has a mark on his he face. He has a swollen mark on his face. And I also find interesting that she omits in her witness statement completely that she'd been made aware that they, they that he was running late. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting to me because Kevin Murphy, who we've talked about at length, their estate manager, said that at Johnny's request that day, he'd been asked to go over and help Amber set up for the party and everything. So he was at the penthouse for like five hours, right? Sure. And during that time, he says like before Johnny left, Johnny had made them both very aware that like, I'm going into these very important meetings. I'm not sure what's going on. This is like business critical for him. Clearly he's like, and he says he wasn't drunk or high Mm -hmm. and he was with people in those meetings. So Mm -hmm. they would be able to like testify to that. Yes. Or would know unless he was like, I get it. He like went home. So 
but he was in meetings. It's, it's very plausible that he was not drunk or high. He was in meetings. He comes home late to her party, and he's just in a stupor from finding out his business is in like financial crisis from his yeah, previous business manager. Exactly. Like that's plausible. Yeah. So what I then found interesting was there's a ton of discrepancies with Amber's friend's statements concerning this. So let's touch on those before we get into what Johnny's security guard and his housekeeper, Ms. Hilda Vargas, have to say about this entire event. Sorry, there's a lot of back and forth. So I've tried to do this in the most organized Ooh. way as possible. So... I feel like we're like collecting statements here. I know. (laughs) It's honestly like you feel like an investigator as you go through it all. (laughs) So Whitney Heard, Amber Heard's sister, she says she was present that evening at Amber Heard's um, Dirty 30. So (laughs) she says that Johnny shows up hours late to the event. So not just like one hour, two hours, hours late. That's fine. Sure. she says at one point they start toasting Amber. So they're going around the table, toast to Amber. That's nice. So, so she says that Johnny got up and talked about the first time he met Amber and how she'd left like this perfect imprint of her ass on his couch and how he wouldn't let anyone sit there like during that time because he, her ass was so perfect. Now, Amber, according to Whitney, was a super embarrassed and upset that he like brought all of this up. And... Then Whitney left early saying that she was feeling like she was pregnant at the time. So she's saying she felt sick, but I find interesting about that. No one else brings up that. So I feel like if it was like really like awkward, like first I'd be like, okay, he's drunk and nobody else brings that up. I mean, I guess if you're someone's sister, maybe, you know, what would be like super embarrassing to them mm. and you'd be like, okay, she's laughing, but maybe, she's like yeah. really mad about this. But yeah. Maybe. maybe. I don't yeah. know. No, that's fair. Um, just playing devil's advocate. No, I like that because like, you know, obviously I'm completely biased in the situation. But no, I, I totally that, like, get it. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah maybe mm-hmm. she was really mad about it. Yeah. So, um, and maybe it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And maybe it didn't happen. <laughs> the next day on their way to Coachella, allegedly Amber told Whitney that Johnny's behavior had become worse after everyone had left. So Amber had confronted him about being late to her birthday party. And then she had told Whitney that Johnny had thrown champagne bottles and one of them had hit her. That's different than her own statement of maybe it was a bottle, maybe it was a glass, it didn't hit me, it hit the wall or hit something, and I got hit with the like the glass, but glass not, of the yeah, yeah like the, the shattered glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's multiple champagne bottles hitting her. That's yeah. different. Mm-hmm. It is different. Yeah. That's Whitney's statement though. Just yeah. to Yeah, and clarify. Whitney says that Johnny had taken off after hurting Amber, according to Amber. So Yeah, like he always did, according to her. So she says that Johnny was actually supposed to meet them at Coachella, but never showed up. Can you see Johnny Depp at Coachella? I don't know. That's weird. I mean, a lot of people go to Coachella. A lot of people go to Coachella, but what's funny to me, no one else says, not even Amber, that this was a part of the plan. I feel like Amber would be like, he was was supposed supposed to to meet me. Yeah. Yeah, and he didn't. And I can't see Johnny Depp. I think that was the funniest. I laughed out loud when I read that part of that. I was like, at Coachella? Okay. Um, anyways. Um, and Johnny had even said to Paige in the text, I don't know if you remember yesterday, but he'd said that instead of giving her birthday to them, like the people that mattered, and for, instead of staying behind to work on her marriage, she'd taken off with her friends to go to Coachella. Sure. So, Yeah. Whitney believes as of writing this statement that this birthday may have been the last time she saw Johnny in person, which I thought was, that was just an interesting thing to know. Hmm. Like, isn't that weird? Like, yeah. I don't know. Cause he's your, he's your brother-in-law and then that's cause then they divorce and yep. I don't know. That's I weird it was to look back on. Yep. Yeah. 
So Rocky statement <laughs> or Raquel Pennington. Um, this would be a much more detailed account comparatively to Whitney. I don't know if she spent more time with Amber that day or what. I mean, yeah. Whitney did leave early, right? So Rocky says that they postponed the dinner for an hour while waiting for Johnny. And more than once, Amber had said to her, he's not here. Rocky says Amber was calm, but she was sad. I find that so interesting because according to everyone, Amber, like jo- Amber was aware that Johnny was going to be late. Yeah. So is she just saying that because she wants to like, you could be aware and still be mad. Yeah. Fine. They make or no, be sad. Like you postpone the like dinner. I don't know. It, to me, it seems like she omitted to her friends that she was aware that he could possibly run late. Like from what I could, maybe she didn't know. Statement. I'm just, again, like saying maybe she Devil's didn't know advocate, like yeah. 20 minutes mm-hmm. versus an hour versus like up to an hour and a half versus, um, her sister, sorry, what? At Whitney? Whitney. Yeah. <laughs> Her sister Whitney is like hours. Like, okay, so I, I get it. Sometimes yeah. I've waited for friends, for example, to be like, oh, they're supposed to be here. Yeah, but they and then they, they show up. They're like, I'm on my way. I'm like, God, like an hour later, girl, really? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So maybe yeah. you're like, ugh, like annoyed with it or something. Yeah. And you like wait a little bit and then you're like, fine, let's do this. Yeah. You know? Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Postpone it a little bit, but yeah. then just get on just with it. Just do it. Yeah. No. So... Rocky doesn't mention the awkward toast at all or any intoxicated behavior by Johnny before she departed the apartment. I would think she would mention it. Yeah, if, if Rocky's her bestie and all this, like coming to her rescue later, then she would know if, if he Amber were really yeah. like mad about that toast. Yeah. Um, but she says when she went to wake Amber the next morning, she saw shattered glass all over the floor. Now, prior to this, Amber had allegedly sent Rocky a text message that night telling her to come over around like they had an argument. It was really bad. Can you come over around 10 30, 10 o'clock to wake me up for a trip to Coachella? Cause she wanted to sleep in a little bit mm-hmm. get that. Um, so Rocky comes over to wake her up, right? She sees glass all over the floor. According to her, a lamp broken and pictures and photographs ripped down from the walls. I thought it was funny that she listed it like that. Um, said Amber started to cry to her saying that Johnny had gotten bad again and saying that the fight had escalated to the point that Johnny had thrown Amber's phone off the balcony and in response she had thrown his I find that interesting How for would a she multitude have thrown his and then he's like texting a security to come over and get him so get this so none of it makes sense because at this point in time Johnny's phone is interest is is missing that morning. Okay, okay, it's gone. But Amber somehow has able been like messaging Rocky to come wake her up. She Amber herself never Amber and Johnny never bring up that the phones were thrown off the balcony. But Johnny's what are out the window. But Johnny's was because huh. um, they ended up. We'll read. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they find it. Sure. Um, but I find it interesting. Like I don't think Amber's was ever thrown because she specifically said to Rocky that like he had thrown my phone. So then in response, I had thrown his phone. Like it was like a whole yeah. thing. Right. So wait, how did he text his security then? He texted him first. Then, I don't know. Maybe? Yeah. Like, this getting out of hand. Come get me. Yeah. I don't know. Cause he, hmm. Johnny doesn't bring it up, but his other security and start and Sean bet the security guard that picked him up doesn't bring it up either. Yeah. Um, but his, uh, other security guard would that picked Amber up the next day. I see. So Starling Jenkins, we're going to get into his witness statement. Now, Johnny's security guard since 1993 definitely mentions it. So let me, if you'd allow me, I'm going to read his statement here. It's a wonderful, I'll time. allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> this has lots of, um, sediment and oh, I really? like, um, I like, don't want to chew You don't my like wine. to chew your wine. Yeah. I really like it. Actually. I know you got a half a bottle to go girl. I know. 
Okay. Events of the 21st and the 22nd of April, 2016. <laughs> He's got it like dated out here. <laughs> he, he says, this is Starling Jenkins. What a name, by the way. I, know, I was like, that's such a cool name. Oh, I was working a security shift at 849 South Broadway residence the night of April 21st, 2016, the night Amber was celebrating her birthday there with friends. When I left the residence, Johnny had not yet arrived. So he's like cleared himself of that incident. Then he says, I returned to the residence the following day, April 22nd, to escort Amber and her friends to the desert for the Coachella Music Festival. I understand that Amber has alleged that Johnny committed an act of domestic violence on the night of the 21st of April. When I arrived at the residence on the 22nd, I saw no marks or bruises or of any kind on her face or body. And that's her security. It's his security. His security. Yeah. Either way they're trained. So yeah. Mm -hmm. To like spot these things. Yes. When I entered the residence, Amber explained to me that she had thrown Johnny's cell phone and wallet containing it off the balcony the night before and that she was using the Find My iPhone application on another cell phone, no cell phone, Amber, to locate Johnny's phone. You're going to die. This is oh, so no. crazy. So the Find My iPhone application indicated that Johnny's phone was somewhere on the streets below the balcony of the residence. I walked out the, the streets... I walked out the streets, excuse me, did not see the phone. And I then asked several homeless people if they had it. One homeless man admitted to me that he had the phone and he <laughs> returned the phone to me in exchange for the following. Oh God, I want to hear this. $425 in cash. That's very random. Three chicken tacos. Why not? Two bags of chips. <laughs> two apples and four bottles of water. Do it, man. He didn't, you got Johnny Depp's phone. He didn't know yet. I feel like, I'm like, how you did not know whose phone you had. Like, oh my God. Well, at least he got fed and he got yeah, $425. He got yeah, and he got some water. I like the chicken tacos. That's just, that's like a straight up good call. <laughs> like three chalupas. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the most it's so extreme random. and strange random story that a homeless man found Johnny Depp's phone and wallet and like extorts the security guard. I know. He's like, I'll give it back, but like, I'm going to need a couple chip bags of chips. Yeah. <laughs> chicken tacos. And you got $425. Okay. No, I'm like, what a weird Do the deal. number. Yeah. He got what he wanted. Good for him. So. And Sorry. off the balcony, man, if, if a homeless man like picked this up, like she launched it or oh, someone yeah. launched it. Yeah. It's in the street. Yeah. And I like here too, he says, like Starling says that Amber had launched the phone. She, he, there's no mention of Amber's phone being missing at all. Like in no one else's statement, is there like a mention of Amber's phone being missing except for Rocky's. Rocky's phone was missing? No, except for Rocky's statement. Oh, Rocky's. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about how is she using this, whose cell phone is she using to do the find my iPhone? I know. You know. Maybe because Rocky can do it from iPads. You can do it from other things. I get yeah. that, but it's, she said cell well, phone. Don't you have to have your phone linked to the person's phone? To, it's to the account. Oh, it's your to Apple the account. account. So I don't know. It's be, 2016. It I don't hers? remember how it worked, but right. Like, wouldn't it be hers? Because who else is going to be linked to Johnny Depp's phone but his wife? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's you weird. can log into Find My iPhone now from like an, oh, another device. Because yeah, if you so lost your phone, in. you have to be like, I got to get in and like find my phone. Yeah, but it's 2016. I just and found it interesting. No one maybe else is around. And like devil's advocate, maybe she had found her phone before Starling had before arrived. Before a homeless man did. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, man. So Starling then says, I drove an SUV with their luggage and Amber's dogs. I love how her dogs were with. 
the poopers. <laughs> the poopers to the desert and Amber drove separately with her sister and her friends in her Ford Mustang. These friends were Raquel Pennington, Amber's, well, Rocky, Amber's sister, Whitney, Amber's assistant, Savannah. We mentioned that last time. Who's like verbally abused? No, Savannah, um, the assistant wasn't supposed oh, to be legally working well, for her. Yeah. Shouldn't mm. have been working for her like over here yes, because she's it. from Britain. Yeah. So it's interesting that he said assistant anyways, Mm -hmm. and Amber's makeup artist. I believe Amber's friend, Io Tillett Wright, drove separately. He did. Once in the desert, it was my responsibility to drive the group from the hotel in Palm Springs, the Parker, to Coachella venue, as well as to shadow them for safety and security purposes. During the weekend, I heard Amber frequently express her anger that Johnny did not come to her birthday party on the 21st of April, but she did not say one thing or make any innuendos about allegations of domestic violence. She was hooping it up all weekend, and it was clear that she and her girlfriends had spent much time at Coachella intoxicated. She threw up at least, at least once in the parking lot of the Parker and was clearly dehydrated at the time, and I had to obtain ginger ale and crackers for her. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's the end of Starling's statement on that matter. Yuck, if that sounds rough. Well, what's interesting is Amber would later claim that he didn't... And she's not a heavy drinker? Well, but here's the thing. She claims he didn't see her. He saw her sister or Whitney because Whitney looks so much like her. No, they don't. Thank you. Not at Coachella. Coachella, They don't look similar. No, he... And he's the security guard. uh, He knows which one. He's Uh, he's protecting her. Yeah. He knows which one she is. Thank you. I'm like, am I crazy? Like, Amber's gaslighting me at this point. I'm like, what are... What are you huh? talking about? Oh, it wasn't me. It was my sister. Like, no, he's there to protect you. He can't lose you. Like, oh my God. I wanted to note on this. So he said that she was driving her Mustang right to the event. And that would be something that would gone over. Um, this is such a side note. It's from a totally different part of Amber's statement. But at one point in Amber's witness statement, she would allege, and I don't know if you remember, do you know that the couple was on an episode of Overhaulin', like the car show where they redo the cars? Yeah. Okay, Overhaulin'. Overhaulin'. I don't know the show, clearly. Yeah, so basically they, from what I understand of it, I've only seen the episode with Johnny and Amber, but they redo cars, okay? So... Like, they redid her Mustang? Yes. So okay. she had this Mustang she got, I think, when she, before she was famous, I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean... Just saying, why'd she need the Range Rover? Well, I'm just saying, when she wasn't famous until she married Johnny fucking Depp. But anyways, so... (laughs) We got a lot of just saying. We're going to come back to the Range Rover in just a second here because she would say this in her fucking statement. Okay, so this is Amber's words. She says, he once took my car without asking me, my Mustang, explaining that he was going to get it fixed for me as a gift, the overhauling episode. Yeah. Once it was gone, he insisted that his drivers and handlers take me everywhere. 
He had tried to insist on this before, but after he took my car, it was harder to resist. I didn't have a car for the next three and a half years. Except for the Range Rover that you demand that's yours, but it's not yours. Like, where does she get these fucking stories? That's bizarre, because, like, all of this stuff is... I'm, I'm not saying, like, we can prove it, but I'm saying, like, there's a paper trail when it's your car versus his car versus she's texting about the insurance and, like... Yeah. You're on your public figure, like... We can see you, you have get a into car. cars. Yeah. yeah. Then she goes on to say, over time, it became obvious that this was one of the ways in which he would know about and control where I was. The same happened with security guards. He insisted on me having personal security over my protest and sent his own security guards with me who would report back to him with where I was at all times. You're Johnny Depp's wife. And at that point in time, Johnny Depp was one. I would say Johnny Depp might have been the most famous star at that point in time before all of this happened. Yeah, he was super famous. He was super famous. And also, you're not complaining about having his penthouse or having like all these other perks. Like, you need security. And if you, I mean, he's he's protecting his wife. Like, I don't see a problem with it being controlling. No. Because it's very typical in Hollywood for- yeah celebrities and anyone to have security what i this is a side tangent um but what i find interesting so she often would say that he would control her control her roles control what she did uh what i personally from the statements and we can we can go through them if you want instead of just like listening to me talk about it but what i find interesting about all of that is she was like he was controlling what i wore everything first off he's been in Hollywood a long time. I would want his input on the roles I'm taking. So I would be like, please tell me, is this a good move? This a bad move? Tell me what I should do here. Show show her the ropes. But then to that point, um, she's over here saying he's concerned with what she's wearing. He was in a 14 year long relationship with Vanessa Paradis. Vanessa Paradis does like nude shoots and everything for Chanel. Her daughter has took over his daughter. Lily Rose Mm -hmm, is now mm -hmm. like one of the spokespeople for Chanel. She hardly wears anything. If there are two women in his life that he would be controlling, especially his daughter, what the hell they wore and don't wear, you know, like thereof. Yes. It would be them. But then you see them and they're just out living their lives. But then she's over here claiming that he cared. Like, yo, I wore a backless dress to this premiere and he flipped out at me. No, he like me. If he had anything, I just am saying from his track record, if he did say anything, it seems like it probably came from a sincere place of this is a good move. This is a bad move. Yeah. Here's some advisable things like, or here's who to go to. Anyways, she has her own handlers. Like, yeah, I'm saying she could have got advice from anyone. So. Yeah. Anyways, back to this just, noise. Yes. It's just, just my opinion again. Yeah. Could be wrong. So but. on their way to Coachella, <laughs> pulling it back in here. the Mustang, in the Mustang, us back in. Yes. Um, Amber and her friends would jokingly tweet about quote unquote poop gate, something the public wasn't even aware of yet, along with her dirty 30. Well, it was dirty. It was sure fucking dirty. <laughs> um, so Hilda Vargas, Johnny Depp's housekeeper for over 30 years was tidying up from Amber's party the night before when she heard the other cleaning woman that she was working with call out for her. In the couple's marital bed was where Hilda described that she found human feces, and she said it was definitely human feces she had cleaned up for the Yorkshire Terriers many times. Yeah, as Amber mentioned, there's lots of accidents from these these Yorkshires. Yes, it was not the dogs. It was too big to be the dogs. 
She says further, she never knew the dogs to defecate in the bed, which is interesting because Amber said. Oh, they always poop there. They always. That's their place, actually. They have lots of accidents. Why would Johnny even complain about this? Hilda's obviously like angry and in shock at this point, right? I mean, I would be. Yeah, like you only have to tolerate so much. You're hired help, but like. And she's been with Johnny for 30 years now. So I would, I would almost be like, well, she does talk to Kevin Murphy about it. Cause I would be like, I'm Kevin, not doing this. I'd be like, like, come on, man. So the hell is happening here? Yes. So she takes photos of the feces and then Kevin calls her to ask if she's like done with her cleaning for the day. And she said, even though she was embarrassed by what she found in the bed, which made me like my heart hurt a little mm-hmm. bit. She um, told Kevin from here on out, Hilda never worked at the penthouse again. And I'm going to read a little bit of her statement here. It's, she says, shortly after this incident, I stopped going to Mr. Depp's home at the Eastern. I was uncomfortable around Miss Heard. I now work primarily at Mr. Depp's West Hollywood home. So. Poor Hilda. I know. But this would not be the last time Miss Hilda Vargas would see Amber Heard. And we'll get into that in a second. Oh. But real quick, I want to take a side note here over to Kevin Murphy's statement, who also says he saw the feces that day. He went over to the penthouse. To Kevin like, doesn't want to be getting these texts either. He's like, <sighs> get it like, together, people. <laughs> Fix your marriage or divorce. At this point, I'd be like, just fucking divorce. Like, I'm over it. Like, I know, on. but my heart breaks. Poor Johnny's in mm-hmm. love and he has no prenup. On May 12, 2016, I received a text and then a telephone call from Miss Hurd. When I spoke with Miss Hurd, she sounded very angry. She told me that she needed her privacy and that she and Mr. Depp were having problems and that my sending Mr. Bett the pictures, so Sean Bett, the pictures I'd received from Ms. Vargas were not helping with those problems. <laughs> yeah, not helping. Shitting in your husband's bed didn't help with that the That didn't help anything. She also told me that leaving the feces in Mr. Depp's bed had been, quote unquote, just a harmless prank. In addition, she would tell me that she was thinking of changing the locks to the penthouse. I advised her that I would change the locks for her if both Mr. Depp and she agreed. Yeah, because it's not your place. You can't just be changing the locks. No. And that's his job to say, like, this is allowed, not allowed. Yeah. The property manager. Yeah. What's he again? Estate estate manager. manager. Yeah. 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 So... Wow. I love how like, and she either is the pooper or knows the pooper. Like it's a harmless <laughs> prank. Like girl, you know, who did it? No. Also like a harmless prank. I'm like, who, who that, that's not a prank, man. I mean, I know like you can poop in a bag and light it on fire and put it on someone's doorstep. Like that's a prank. <laughs> if she'd left a paper bag on fire in the bed, is that a prank to you? I don't find that's funny. Okay. Maybe don't do that. It's also arson. <laughs> I had a high school friend who did that prank and the police got called and they're like, that's arson that could light someone's yeah. house on fire. And they're like, oh, I didn't think that about that. <laughs> you didn't but think that long term. Well, I think Amber didn't think long term when she did this. Okay, I, that we were really not a prank. I want a side note here. We were talking about this over lunch yesterday. Oh, maybe it, it was dog poop. They didn't actually human poop in a bag. <laughs> it was dog that. poop. Yeah, it wouldn't have been human food. Or human food. Human poop. <laughs> but, you know, like... We were talking about this yesterday at lunch, and I was like, "Did she like actually physically shit in the bed, or do you think she like shit on like a paper towel or something and like no. put it in the bed?" <laughs> Dirty thirty, you. Uh, there's a magnum of champagne. I'm just like adding the up the facts. Magnum of champagne, friends. You're angry. She did not like pleasantly <laughs> poop into a paper towel and set it on the bed. Like, <laughs> she squatted on that. I bed. imagine her. I just imagine her like given all of this like, <laughs> r- like. R- Totally. She squatted. 
That's my guess. That's too much for me. Okay. This would not be the only time that Amber would claim others sending photos of the feces or telling Johnny about the feces found in the bed was detrimental to her marriage. Not her shitting in the bed, but other people letting him know about it. Oh my God. And if somebody like, if your friends pooped in your bed, wouldn't you out them? If you thought it was going to cause your divorce, wouldn't you be like, it was her. She did it. Yeah. Don't divorce me. Fuck you, Danny. You're not my yeah, friend anymore. Get out of like, our penthouses. Yeah, like you're not yeah. coming to over anymore. Yeah, yeah. I would out my friends. Sorry. Oh, if yeah. You we'll pooped in my marriage. bed. You pooped in yeah. my own bed. I'd still out you. <laughs> Danny pooped like, don't in my be bed. pooping in my bed. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh man. So. Of course, we talked about this at length. They wouldn't speak to each other again until May, Johnny and Amber. So this brings us back to the week that they filed for that wonderful divorce and restraining order at the time. So that's mm, okay. we're now back into... That's where Rocky pops out of the closet. Yes. we're really, Okay. I can't get over that, though. Got like, my when I saw straight. it, I was like, she must have been in the coat closet. I'm like, stop. <laughs> like, how childish. But anyways... So we're back in the time frame, like we're moving forward here from April to May 21st to 27th. So we're going to go over to Hilda Vargas's statement, Johnny Depp's housekeeper for 30 plus years who found the feces. Well, her friend, well, worker her did. and co-worker cleaned. Yeah. And then, yeah. So she then says, and she's, you know, we said earlier, she's been moved to his Hollywood Hills home. Yes. So she's uncomfortable around Amber. Who wouldn't so, be? Seriously. On Tuesday, May 24th, 2016, I was working with Mr. Depp at his West Hollywood Hills home when Miss Hurd came over with her friend Raquel Pennington, Rocky. I was surprised because I'd not seen Miss Hurd at the West Hollywood home in several weeks. Miss Hurd said hello to the other woman who was also cleaning, but not to me. Miss Hurd then called me over to talk to her in the living room. She was pale faced and she did not appear to be wearing any makeup. I saw no bruises. So keep in mind, we're on May 24th. So she's already filed for divorce and said that he hit her in the face with a phone on the 21st. Right. Right. So I saw she's calling Hilda over to have a A face-to-face conversation. Yeah. Even though she didn't even greet her with a hello when she walked in. So I saw no bruises or marks on her face of any kind. Ms. Hurd told me that the pictures I had taken of the feces had destroyed her marriage. I was very nervous, and so I apologized, even though I did not believe that their marital problems were my <laughs> fault or that I had done anything wrong. You didn't, so. You didn't. No. I also anyway, told. she's just trying to do her job. Yeah, exactly. She's like, hey, maybe the estate manager should know, like, this is what's over here. Oh, I 100, you are not, I don't care what job, no, no one should have to clean up feces from another person. Like, that is, unless it's, like, hospice care or something like that, but, like, you're, like, literally. As a housekeeper. As a housekeeper, no. that's not your job. Like, Oh my God. And also she's known. And how rude of Amber to blame it on Hilda for her marital issues. It's like, oh, it's your fault that you took a picture. It's not. Don't poop in your bed and there would be nothing to take a picture of. (sighs) Exactly. So I also told, I also told Miss Hurd that the feces were there and that there was nothing I could do. Miss Hurd argued with me saying that there were no feces in the bed. So we've changed our story from the dogs did it to there's no feces, <laughs> even though there's photos. To it was a harmless prank, and then there that's disappearing feces. It's the disappearing, disappearing bruise. This I, I'm telling. There's so much. <laughs> she is like a um, 
like a grade A gaslighter. Yeah. Like world class. Because yeah, I'd be like, was there VC? Oh God, I took a picture. Yes, okay. Yeah, it's there. Wait, <laughs> I know, I, know I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Hilda then says, I said that the feces were there and that they were large and smelled awful. Ms. Hurd continued to disagree with me, but I wanted to end the conversation as quickly as possible. I have often heard Miss Hurd yell at Mr. Depp and at other people. She has a bad temper, in my opinion, and I did not want her to yell at me. On the contrary, in the over 30 years that I have worked for Mr. Depp, I have never seen Mr. Depp be physical or yell at anyone. And she signs her statement. That is like a nice, unbiased statement, and no one should be like berated or yelled at at their job. No. Like, how horrible of... Yeah, I mean, just yeah. sounds like a terrible working environment. Yeah, so that is the end of Poopgate. And the aftermath we talked about in the last episode of what, if you missed it, of what ends up happening with the, the marriage. We go through the court docs, text deep messages. Deep dive into Poopgate. Everything, but yeah, this was the deep dive into Poopgate. So, wow. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I know for myself, since transitioning to a working from home environment, the importance of taking care of your own mental health. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Now, it's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime, day or night, to message your therapist. It's more affordable than traditional in-person therapy, and financial aid is available. You can visit their website and read other clients' testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com ITT, that's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And for listeners of Innocent Till Tipsy, you can go to their website and get an additional 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash ITT. That's betterhelp.com slash ITT. Let us know in the comments if you want to hear why Johnny's missing part of his finger. Seriously. Yeah. We'll <laughs> also not covered. There's I a deep dive there. I really want to talk about what happened to him on, um, oh God, I think it was August of 2015. I'd love to talk about Amber Heard's dogs and how she tried to sneak them into Australia. I'd love to talk about Whitney Heard and like everything else. So a lot. if you want to hear more on this, let us know. Of course, as always, rate, subscribe, do all the things so you don't miss an episode of us. We're diving into true crimes and stuff like this all the time, but this is my passion project. This is like, I really care close about to this. The heart. It's very close to the heart. Yeah. A lot of, I said it in the last episodes, but I'll repeat it again. A lot of domestic violence survivors have sounded off in the Twitter sphere for a long time. And we're going to be linking to the national domestic hotline, um, down below in case you're in a similar situation to this. Cause, um, yeah, we um, have been very upset about how Amber has taken something as important as the Me Too movement. And like we already women were having enough trouble getting their voices out there and having people believe that they're being abused. And yeah. she just tarnished it. So, yeah, it's yeah. disgusting to put out allegations when other people have very valid stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. To make so, the muddy, the water's muddy. The water's muddy. So yeah. At best. And it's honestly like, this has become like a side passion project too, because after reading all of this and seeing people proclaim that it's toxic, the relationship was toxic or whatever. Well, yes, it was toxic, but I hate that you can say that about a male being abused in his relationship, but like 
like, why are we not taking male victims seriously too? We've looked at the statistics before in previous, I can't think of them right now. Yeah. They also are abused. uh, Yeah. Heavily. It's a very real thing. And it's something that's totally shied away from in the media. But anyways, you hated the wine. You chopped me off totally. All yours. (laughs) Solid five at best. I'm sorry. Um, it's, It's $13 though. I'm like not trying to be snooty about it. It's just 13. It is what it is. I don't like sediment. So that's not surprising. Well, it's the funny. wine itself. I drank enough of. It's funny. Cause we started the episode where I was talking about how I used to drink boxed wine like not too long ago. So oh, so did I, I have terrible, I drank cupcake, or, terrible sorry, cupcake. Oh, <laughs> it's a screw top. Cheers. I'm cheers. <laughs> Hoda Media Production.